0: Want to hang out with other labor relations folks in Vancouver, BC? Consider attending the Association of Labor Relations Agencies Conference on July 17th. If you haven't heard of it before, ALRA is an organization of impartial government agencies in the United States and Canada that are responsible for administering labor management relations laws and services. Although most of the conference is geared towards labor agency staff, Advocates Day on July 17th is open to all with a wide-ranging agenda of topics. On this episode of the Percolator podcast, Emily and Matt talk about some of the highlights from the Advocates Day agenda, and Emily puts out a book club challenge. Check out the show notes for links and details. Enjoy the episode.
1: Hey Matt, how you doing?
0: I'm good, Emily. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. It's the beginning of summer, and I'm starting to think about my summer plans. So there's going to be a conference in Vancouver, B.C. this year. Are you going to go?
0: I am. I'm looking forward to it. It's the Association of Labor Relations Agencies Conference in Vancouver. It's Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. So. Yeah,
1: it's sort of like the the agencies like ours, both at the state level and the federal level who are active, and the agencies in Canada. And every once in a while, an agency from somewhere else might show up, but it's usually U.S. and Canada. And the conference tends to go to different coasts or, or go to the middle, <laughs> have a conference in the Midwest. So this year, it's going to be in Vancouver. So that's super easy and convenient for me and you, because we can drive.
0: (laughs) Right, or take a train. Some of our colleagues are taking trains up there even. So the
1: whole conference itself is only for people who are employed by agencies like us, and you're like a delegate of the agency, so not everybody can sign up for that. But there's one day of the conference called Advocates Day, where everybody who wants to come is welcome, and there's a really special agenda. Uh, did you check out the agenda for Advocates Day this year?
0: I did. And just so folks know, Advocates Day is July 17th. It's a Monday. So just put that out there. It is coming up pretty quick, which is why we want to get this episode out there in case people want to take advantage of that. But I did take a look at the agenda. It's There really, it could definitely be some interesting things on there. I, I guess I'll put a plug out for our boss, Mike Sellers, uh, who's the executive director of Perk, is actually the current president of Aura. So it's his year and his kind of his conference to, to kind of shine. So looking forward to supporting him up there in Vancouver. So I wanted to put that out there and he'll be uh, welcoming everybody. But I'm really excited about, I, I know we had an episode of the Percolator podcast uh, a while ago where, uh, Jennifer Abruzzo and Mike Sellers had a conversation, Jennifer Abruzzo is the general counsel, the National Labor Relations Board, and uh, people really enjoyed that episode and she's going to be one of the speakers at Advocates Day. So if you really enjoyed that episode, she's going to be te- uh, uh, talking with on a panel about shifts in organizing. So that one kind of stood out to me as one that might be of interest to our listeners. So um, looking forward to that. What about you? Did you see anything else on the agenda that was interesting?
1: Well, I noticed in the afternoon, there's a session called Turbulence or Smooth Sailing. And it's about the transportation industry. And I bet you everybody can remember back in December, we almost had a massive railroad strike. And then at come Christmas time, there was um, airline stuff in the news. And it's been a big year when it comes to transportation. And I feel like transportation labor relations is not my area expertise (laughs) It, it has its own statute it has its own processes um it's sort of like private regular private sector and there's some similarities to public sector but it's also really different in a lot of ways so i think um learning more about that would be super interesting and getting a better understanding of what happened and i think um I think when it comes to transportation, there's some really interesting issues when it comes to staffing and the employer's interest in having the right amount of employees, but not too many employees, and the employee's interest of having enough room in the schedule for being able to take time off if they're sick or something like that. So I think there's some really interesting balances going on in terms of those issues and how that how that's manifested over time. And um, yeah, I think... I think that will be really fun to think about that and then think about what does this mean to the rest of us in other
0: sectors? Yeah, the lessons can be learned uh, for other areas, definitely from a, from a hot area. have uh, been dealing with some tough issues, so that should be really interesting. So.
1: Yeah, and I want to say a thank you to Barry Simons. He's an arbitrator that I know from the ABA section of labor Employment and employment law, committee on state and local bargaining and Employment, I guess. I don't know. It's such a long title. Anyway, Barry was able to give an amazing, uh, presentation at the midwinter this year. And he summed up the story of what, what happened with the almost strike in eight minutes right on the dot. And I really thank him for bringing his expertise. He's an arbitrator that works in the public sector. He's based out of Chicago and he also works in the, ra- has a history of the railroad industry and works as a railroad arbitrator. So blending those two together, um, it was a great way to learn from somebody who, who's had so much experience in that field. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about for the railroad thing is that when we went to Tacoma and we did the labor history tour, I learned that this is a big anniversary year for Tacoma for the railroad. The, the, the 150th year of the railroad coming to Tacoma or being named as a terminus, I'm not sure... But um Big Railroad Year and the Tacoma Historical Society has been doing lots of things about railroads. And some of that includes railroad workers. And they recommended this book to me called Railroaded, um, the Transcontinental and the Making of Modern America by Richard White. And I tried to read it. And I got to confess that I kind of got into this like deep chapter about this rich man and this rich man and financial dealings. And it was like way in detail. So I did not read every word, but I feel like if I could get either gloss over that chapter, there could be some really interesting discussion about how this industry has been part of American history. And I find I actually read things if I have a friend and a deadline to get it done. So I want to challenge you, Matt, (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to read every word, (laughs) but I want you to like spend a little time with this book and Matt and and, uh, Chris and Lloyd, you're not on this podcast, but you are in the challenge as well. And uh, Marjorie from Massachusetts, (laughs) let's book club this. I think it would be a fun, it's not a book necessarily right on labor relations, but it's about the industry and the history of the industry and how that works in. And especially with like our West coast connection about how, how Seattle and Washington became C- Seattle and Tacoma became Seattle and Tacoma. I think that could be especially interesting for us. So um, I'm going to put that as a challenge for our uh, reception small talk. Maybe I'll wear a little railroad button or something like that. So if anybody who comes to the conference uh, wants to geek out about the history of railroads with me, come find me and we will try to explain it to each other. Because so far, I think there's a lot there, but I I haven't really been able to dig that far into it yet. So...
0: But when you mentioned the reception at the conference advocates day if you come to advocates day on july 17th um after the program there is a reception it's usually a pretty good reception i'm not i don't know any details about this year but i've been to previous hours it's actually been a really fun reception they sometimes have met interesting locations and um so i'm not sure what's going to happen this year but uh definitely opportunities to to mingle with other folks from canada and the u.s and labor relations world and kind of a fun little opportunity there
1: well and the hotel is right there on the water downtown vancouver so like doesn't matter where we go because like the waterfront is right there where the conference is going to be so it's We know we're going to be somewhere interesting no matter what. Oh, one more thing. Um, if anyone's coming in early for Advocates Day on Sunday or coming to the conference, um, I found out that the Richmond Night Market is open. Uh, it's open Friday and Saturday, but also Sunday nights. And if anybody is interested in, like, street food from Asia, it is an amazing, amazing, fun place to go. It has lots of stands. You have to, like, pay to get in. Um I think I figured out if we get the like buy the five packs, it could be cheaper. So it might make sense to kind of do a little bit of coordination. Um so we don't have to wait in line as much. But um if anybody's interested in going to the night market Sunday night, I think I'm gonna head there. It's there's uh the public transportation gets us right there and it could be lots of fun. And I actually feel like tying it all together, like the night market and the um, really represents a lot of immigration to north america and when you think about the railroads and who built the railroads and all of that i think it kind of ties in really nicely to understanding both our past and our present and our future so i think it could be great
0: i'll be there i think that sounds like fun the rich, rich richmond right richmond night market we'll put links to yeah. all everything we're talking about into the show notes so the agenda yeah. and the registration information for Alra. The night market link, I think there's a link for that. And then there's also a report. Were you willing to share that report that came from the ABA? Uh, yeah, I
1: think we can find it and put a yeah. link out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, the night market food is not healthy. I'm not saying it's healthy, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. the shopping is high end. It's just fun and lights. Even
0: and. <laughs> it's, a fun, it's a fun summer outing, right? It's like
1: carnival yeah. food, you know, but but uh, a lot of different flavors that you don't see every day.
0: Well, yeah. cool. great. I'm looking forward to it. Emily, I'm seeing mm-hmm. you there as well as some of our other colleagues from around the U.S. and Canada, and um, yeah. it.
1: And I wonder, I wonder if anyone's going to read the book.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I didn't commit to it, and those of you who listen to the podcast know that our last book club, I had failed to read a book, so I feel a little pressure now. Yeah. So yeah, it does maybe sound good, so maybe would...
1: you'll read a Wikipedia page. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it actually does sound good, so I, I might read it. So all cool, right, cool. talking with Emily. Bye. Thank you.